Old Man Winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, Old Man Winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. This is the Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Now, here's Chelsea Messenger and Michael Jenkins. All right, let's do Take Your Pick. Let's bring in Bill for the Take Your Pick questions. They are always, this is my favorite part of the show when I get to come in and, and guest uh, guest appear. So, Bill, happy Thanksgiving to you. And um, let's, let's go ahead and take these picks. Take your pick. I was waiting for, there's my sounder. <laughs> There we go. We got the sound. It's a holiday. Everybody's a little behind on things. All right. Take your pick, number one. First off, happy Thanksgiving to both uh, KJ and Kate. Thank you guys for filling in. We appreciate it. Uh, It's an off day in the NBA, which means everybody can rest and relax. Some teams are who we thought they were. The Celtics and the Suns are at the top of the conferences. No surprise there. Others have been as disappointing as a dry turkey on Thanksgiving. So, Kate, take your pick. Which one of these teams has been the most disappointing so far? The Warriors, the Nets, or the Lakers? Kate, you're first. Uh, a dry turkey on Thanksgiving is pretty disappointing. And the Warriors seem like the dry turkey this year. You talk about the Nets and the Lakers, you kind of know what to expect from them uh, based on all the turmoil in Brooklyn this year, the mess that the that the Warriors had, uh, the Lakers rather, had last year. But the Warriors... You're, you're coming off of an NBA championship. You have a very similar roster from last year. You have the best three-point shooter uh, in the entire world, and you're not winning games. You've only won one game on the road. Something's not right. Uh, the Warriors have by far been the most disappointing team. Oh, no way, Kate. Look, the Lakers are literally the salmonella ball being served up. They're not even cooked. And here's what's so bad about the Lakers, right? They don't even have a first-round pick in next year's draft. So they're literally tanking for an empty fish tank. So unless they're planning to trade Russell Westbrook to the Rockets, to the Thunder, oh, he's been both of those places, He's you've got to deal him off to one of these poor teams where you clearly know the only reason why you're sending him is to hopefully get back that number one pick. And it, what, Bronny is still two years away? The Lakers are the most disappointing. They have only five wins. People are excited that they've won three in a row, but hey, you've already played 16 of them. The Lakers are worse than a dry turkey. They are a salmonella, E. coli, uncooked ball. They're the sticker that says you must cook this at a certain temperature. They're not even at the 180 temperature to get a cooked turkey. The Lakers are the worst right now. Yeah, I think the Lakers are probably the worst, 
but are we disappointed in them? Are we surprised That's my point. that this was going to be the? I mean, I think everybody yes, knew the Lakers were going to. Yes, it's the Lakers. Gonna... Lakers. <laughs> oh, we expected yeah, that. We knew they were going to stink. Yeah, we knew. How do you know you're going to stink when you have Anthony Davis and LeBron James, and you know that you're going to stink? Well, because they well, stunk last here's... year, and they had them. Yeah, but and here's the thing, KJ. There are five people to play on a basketball court. It's LeBron, yeah. Anthony Davis, and then three guys from Section 105. They stink. <laughs> they're At awful. least they're four seats. Gosh, give oh, them that's credit. True. They're nice seats, but they're yeah. not good shooters. That's the problem. All right, oh, take gosh. your pick number two. <laughs> There's always debates about what sides to bring for a Thanksgiving meal. What dessert mm. is the best? But if you don't have a fantastic turkey, what's the point anyway? So, as we know, with turkey comes stuffing or dressing or whatever you call it for whatever part of the country you're from. But where does that stuffing or dressing go? This is a big debate. So, KJ, take your pick. Are you cooking the stuffing in the turkey or separate on its own in a pan? What are you doing? So it's interesting that you mentioned that some people call it stuffing and other people call it dressing. So one is telling you what they're doing with the stuffing and the other one is lying to you by saying, oh, it's just dressing. They're like, you know, what do they say? You call it chicken salad, but if you put it, it it's still chicken salad. I'm changing the words there, if you will. I don't want to know that the turkey has had stuffing in it because, because there's only one place to put it in the turkey. So put it in the pan, lie to me, tell me it's dressing. Oh, I did it in a pan and laid it nice and clean for you. Just don't ever tell me that you put it in the turkey. I will run because as soon as I crunch an onion, my mind goes into a different place. It's like, and I don't need it to do that. So tell me that it's done in the pan and I can sleep easy at night. When I was a kid, we put the stuffing dressing in the turkey. And I ate it because you're a kid. You just eat what your parents give you. You didn't think about it. As I've become an adult, all of a sudden, we've switched to making the stuffing in the pan. And I continue to eat the stuffing. But I like it a lot better out of the pan, knowing where it's cooked versus, you know, in the carcass of the uh, turkey. Not the most appeasing spot for the stuffing there. So I totally agree with you. I've done I've done the inside the turkey stuffing, done the pan stuff, much prefer uh, the pan and that's what I'll be doing this afternoon. Hi, very smart move by you, Kate. I am actually, it, to me, it doesn't matter where you cook it. I'm not eating it anyway. I'm not having <laughs> stuffing. I'm not having dressing, whatever you want to call it. Kate, don't make that face at me. Don't make that face it's at like, me. It's gross. It's like a salad oh, of croutons. That's amazing. If I want bread and carbs through bread, I'll have a dinner roll. I don't need all that stuff. It's crazy. You have to have the dinner roll on top of it, too. Really carb up. Oh, yeah. That's that's perfect. And then a big, giant plate of mashed potatoes to just carb out completely. Yeah, it'll be fantastic. Yeah, you just turn your sugar in two years. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. 
Yo, Trey. Kevin, what's up, man? You know, I've been thinking, what would have happened if the NBA never vetoes the Chris Paul trade to the Lakers and we get CP3 in the same backcourt as Kobe in L.A.? Well, you get a very happy Jack Nicholson, for sure. And the Lakers probably win a bunch more championships. CP3 finally gets a ring or two or three. And the Kardashian empire is forever altered. What did you just say? Hey, everybody, I'm Trey Wingo. And I'm Kevin Frazier, and we're teaming up on a new weekly sports podcast from Wondery Alternate Routes. As former sports center anchors and current sports obsessives, we're consumed by all the what-if questions that make being a sports fan so excruciatingly fun. If you're like us, then you also live and die on the fallout from every drop pass. Or play call. Each week on Alternate Routes, we'll take a flashpoint in sports, break down what actually happened, then explore every alternate scenario and the ripple effects it would have caused. Follow Alternate Routes on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can listen early and ad-free right now by joining Wondery Plus. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Take your pick number three. All four. AFC East teams are within a game of each other. Miami and Buffalo both seven and three. The Patriots and the Jets are at six and four. So everybody's got seven games left to go in their season. Kate, this is simple. Take your pick. Who wins the AFC East? Miami, Buffalo, New England, or the Jets? Well, you said it's simple. I think it is. Uh, maybe not so much. Uh, Dolphins, I think they would be my pick right now. They hold a tiebreaker with that week three win over Buffalo right now. The Jets, you look at where they're at, they're kind of coming back down to earth, quarterback problems. Patriots' schedule has been pretty soft for this first uh, portion of the season. That's going to start to ramp up a little bit. And then the Bills, they're beatable. Dolphins beat them in week three. A big test coming up in week 15 when the uh, Dolphins travel to Buffalo and all of a sudden uh, the Southern uh, Florida team has to play in some weather. That could be a big deciding factor for who wins the division. But right now I kind of think it's Miami's to lose. I'm with you, Kate, because I'm starting to think that maybe Tyreek Hill in another life is actually a clairvoyant. Because when he made his comments about two at the beginning of the season, people were like, that's crazy. But I understood what he was saying. He's thinking, I'm Tyreek Hill, and I can make Tua look good, and I'm with you. I think the Dolphins win the AFC East. As you mentioned, they have the tiebreaker. They've already built, beaten the Bills once. And you can clearly see that this Miami team, the way they put points on the board, which they haven't been able to do, that nobody's talking about that Tua can't throw the long ball because it doesn't matter. The ball just gets in the end zone. Plus, they've got a developing uh, receiver in Shepard. I think his last name is a a Shepard. That you're like, hey, they've now developing guys when you've already got Waddle and you have Tyreek Hill. You also have Gusecki. The run game is in there. They brought over uh, Wilson over from San Francisco. They have the right pieces to not only win the AFC East, but kind of as a sleeper as watch out. They may win the AFC outright. So I like the I'm with you. I like the Dolphins to win the East, AFC East. I think it's pretty easy. We can eliminate the Jets right off the top because they don't know who their quarterback (laughs) is going to be. So that's not going to work. The Patriots still have to play the Bills twice down the stretch. They may even lose the game today against Minnesota, depending on if the Vikings can get into the end zone or not. So I think the Patriots maybe make the playoffs, but I don't think they can win the division. So I'm with you guys. This comes down to, 
I think, Kate, you pointed out, week 15, Miami having to go to Buffalo. That may be the game that ends up deciding this division. And I know Tyreek Hill and those guys are great when it's sunny and 75 in Miami. I don't know how well that's going to play up there in Buffalo. I'm going to still stick with the Bills to win the division. But, I, KJ, I'm with you. It would not surprise me if Miami turns it on in the playoffs and all of a sudden if they can avoid having to go and play in 15-degree weather at some point, they could they could make a run and they may surprise a couple of teams in the AFC for the playoffs. All right, last one. Take your pick number four. Now, some folks, <laughs> not everybody, like right. a little holiday cheer with their dinner, and that's fine. Hopefully under Uncle Rick or Uncle Rico or whoever that uncle is doesn't right. have too many and starts making bets with the kids on what they can do, you know, out on the basketball court after the, you know, dinner is over and starts doling out $20 bills like they used to in my family. But yeah. that said, KJ, yes. go to your go-to adult beverage for Thanksgiving. Are you a beer guy, a wine guy, or a mixed drink guy? I'm a mixed I'm a mixed drink guy because like Uncle Rick standing out in the driveway saying, oh, son, you can't dunk. I'll give you thirty dollars if you can dunk. And then you got (laughs) to shake the glass to show that you have ice in it. So you can only do that with a cocktail drink. And plus, for me, I don't like loading up. If I'm loading up on food, I don't want to have three or four beers because now now I feel like, hey, does anyone need someone to play Santa Claus? I don't need that. So. Give me a mixed drink. It could burn some of my food down, maybe like a nice scotch on the rocks. And then I'll kick the ball right as my nephew is trying to dunk it. And I put my 30 bucks in my pocket, say, don't you ever mess with Uncle KJ's money and how I bet because I know better than you, son. And then you tinkle the then you tinkle the ice in the glass. It's got to be the cocktail. Uh, I love that. I love that. Um, I will also be out in the driveway trying to take all the children's money today because Auntie Kate <laughs> is basically Uncle Rick. You could just call me Uncle Kate if you want. Um, but I'm going to do that with a glass of wine in my hand. Uh, yeah. Mixed drinks, beer, love those as well, but not on Thanksgiving, especially in the Midwest. It's chilly. You build a fire. You get all cozy. You got the, the warm socks on. And that just screams a nice glass of red wine in your hand with some turkey, some stuffing, some sides oh. on your plate. And that's a great setup uh, to have a glass of wine. So I'm all about the wine today. Kate is much more respectable than either you or I, KJ, going with her sophisticated <laughs> red wine. She's such a lady. You, you made the best point of all in the mixed drink is that you have to be able to shake the glass. You've got to be able to have the ice cubes rattling around in there. So, yeah, I'm with you. Give me a good bourbon to sit there and sip on, you know, maybe one or two of them during the day, during the games, and uh, sit back and relax. Wait for the card game to break out. And then yep. you're all set. You've got your, your bourbon and your ice sitting right there. Kate, nothing wrong with the red wine. It's just way too highbrow. No. For more, listen to The Daily Tip presented by BetMGM. Weekday mornings from 6 to 9 Eastern on the BeckQL Network, the Odyssey app, or wherever you get your podcasts.